Have you ever finished high school and were unsure about what career you want to get into? Well, What's Your 9 to 5 can help. Their podcast highlights career opportunities for youth and other interesting job positions in the Gray Bruce area. Hosted by Chris Hookstra and Brooklyn Dursum, tune in every Wednesday for the newest episode. They interview tons of interesting people and youth. Remember, stay hydrated and chase your dreams. Distractions podcast, a podcast where we tell you stories of true crime, conspiracy theories, and paranormal, and to be honest, whatever the heck we want because it's our podcast and it's not yours. Savagey, yes. savagey. <laughs> I'm Alex. Hi, Christy. And we are back for episode twenty nine. Uh, we will be chatting about conspiracy theories, in particular one that is out of this world. Da, 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 da. Is it a hint? Yeah, it's actually, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, so before we dive into that and what we need distraction from, we need to do a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of apologizing, a little bit of... Uh, addressing. Addressing. Oopsie. A little bit of an oopsie. Um, so as you may have heard in our last episode, well, episode 28, about uh, Sister Tadia Benz and Johnny Frank Garrett... There were a little bit of audio blips, I'm going to call them, where essentially the audio would drop and it got silent for about a split second, maybe more, and then just kind of carried on. So we've been experiencing some technical difficulties difficulties, and speaking difficulties, which hasn't changed in the last, I don't know, 29 episodes. Since we started, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just that that part we're not changing. I'm just going to keep being stupid. But uh, we, we essentially recognize it after we released it. Um, it was kind of our, well, my blip, um, in that sense, but we just want to apologize because obviously that's not of our intention to be releasing shitty audio. It's obviously kind of something we didn't notice at the time. And it's just been kind of hard actually recently to record from a distance, uh, Skype audio and, um, just the way we typically record and do things hasn't been easy for some reason. We've been kind of running into some issues, so we're sorry. Hopefully you still enjoyed the episode as is, and you, you know, still learned something, because we just want to educate the people about cases that you may not have heard of, and that was definitely one that I wanted to get across, because I don't think we really heard of it beforehand, right? So, no, I've never heard of it before. So we are, again... Sorry about that. We are people. We make mistakes. We make mistakes. I mean, we're not serial killers by any means, but we we, we sometimes will fuck up the audio of our own podcast. We make small mistakes, yes. We make small mistakes. (laughs) We're not... Yeah, exactly. And um, just kind of as a reminder, you know, we are considered an indie podcast, so it's just the two of us with the equipment we have, which isn't obviously expansive as of yet. We are looking into upgrading and what have you, but... Please bear with us. Be patient. You know, we appreciate the support we've gotten thus far and the feedback. So keep on doing you and we'll keep on trying to be better. Wee wee. Wee wee. So, Christy, what is your need for a distraction this week? My need for a distraction this week will be a typical reason. Construction. Ah. Not outside this time, but Ah, next door. Okay. Literally sharing the wall with me. My apartment's redone. They're now redoing the neighbors behind me. They're very nice. They don't do it too late because they know I live here, even though I'm barely here for work. Yeah. Um, but they are loud sometimes, so yes. distracting from that. 
So if you do hear some clunking and banging, we'll try and edit it out as much as we can, but just think of it as an ambiance to the episode. A little tidbit. A little tidbit. Deal with it. <laughs> that part, please, just handle. <laughs> um, so my need for distraction is, well, a couple weekends ago, I think two at this point, I'm still needing distract from, distraction from this whole situation, but um, my cat and I, so my, my baby boy Lee, um, we're outside and we were putting up Halloween decorations when my neighbor's German Shepherd got released out front where we were and one thing led to another. The German Shepherd chased Lee. I chased both of them. I tried to pick up my little baby boy. He was not happy about that so I ended up with a lot of blood <laughs> being lost and it, everyone, like the animals are fine. The German Shepherd, I think, just wanted to sniff him out and everything, and Lee just wasn't having it because I've trained him well not to let anyone just sniff his butt. Not that, you know, that's something you need to train your cat to do, but, uh, and essentially, long story short, I ended up in the hospital needing antibiotics because I got an infection from the cuts. So that was fun, and now I'm just very high alert of really letting him outside, which isn't fair to him because he's an animal, but. Mm-hmm. Let's get into cold season anyways. Yeah, exactly. So I just, my poor baby, I honestly, I sobbed like a small child after because I was like, when if something would have happened to him? Yeah, I was really, really not having it. So I'm glad that that's over with. You know, my neighbor was really great about it and he was glad that I was really great about it and obviously didn't call anybody because his dog was off leash and what have you. But... Yeah. Yeah. Neighbor. Neighbor. Anyways, speaking of neighbor, actually a really good segue. So this episode, we are chatting, obviously if you've read the title, you already know, but we're chatting about some neighbors from far beyond this earth, potentially. Well, we are chatting about the infamous Area 51. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, baby. So, <laughs> from Wikipedia... Area 51 is the common name of a highly classified United States Air Force facility located within the Nevada Testing and Training Range. It's in the southern portion of Nevada and is the surrounding area uh, is a popular tourist destination, including the small town of Rachel on the extraterrestrial highway. So the site has existed since about 1955 and has a long been a secretive place so secretive you can't even find it on a map and there is a ban of photography of the location across the world wow yeah they're really trying to keep shit on the dl what are they doing there well we're gonna find out hopefully so the site has also been referred to as dreamland watertown because it's beside groom lake the ranch and paradise ranch which all sound like really tacky Tourist destinations. It does. It, it sounds really tacky. And just like, isn't it like this a deserted area? Of Pretty shit going on? much. Like, so speaking of Groom, Groom Lake, it's apparently dried up, and some believe because of this, plus the fact it was kind of near a former nuke site, uh, nuke test site, sorry, is the reason behind the purchase of Area 51, like that property. Mm. So um, the air. Force uh, base have made claims that it's simply just a training site of experimental aircraft and weapons. It's obviously not known exactly what, like we know tidbits, we know some of the projects they've done, but we don't know what the day-to-day is, which I think is obviously room for conspiracy theorists to 
theorized. Doing bad shit. Exactly. So, security is packing on, at Area 51, so CCTV cameras watch over the perimeter, as well as motion detectors. Guards patrol the site, which I'm assuming is done on a rotational 24-7 basis, and you can't even fly over this place without permission from air traffic control. Jeez. So, like, shit's on lock. Like, you... It's like a good old freaking party. Like, you can't get in without an invite, essentially. You gotta be on the VIP list. On the list. Exactly. Uh, we do know that there are seven buildings um, reported on the property, and based on what I've heard slash read, the U.S. was hoping to create planes that could fly over detection radars and or go into stealth mode, which was actually a project referred to as Project Aquatone. Sounds like... I know. Sound... Okay, Project Aquatone, though. Does that not sound like someone that should be going underwater? underwater. Yeah. 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 Aqua. Aqua. Sorry, we might be simple-minded, but come on, people. Uh, the first reported project on the site was referred to as Oxcart and took place in August of 1959. Essentially, they were trying to test aerodynamic structures and engineering designs. Based off of a Times Magazine article in that same year, there had been reports of, and this is a direct quote, bright green in color objects and descending that were descending toward the earth at a speed too great to be an airplane. Mm. Hello. The no. sand shit's getting weird already. This actually blossomed the first reported setting of strange phenomena as people were obviously confused as shit, what and concerned as to like what was going on. Aliens. Aliens. So Jump to 2013, Dr. Jeffrey T. Rachelson, who was a senior fellow at the George Washington University National Security Archive, say that 12 times fast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he said, uh, there certainly was, as you expect, no discussion of little green men here. This is the history of the U-2, which is the plane. The only overlap is the discussion of the U-2 flights and... UFO sightings, the fact that you had these high-flying aircrafts in the air being the cause of some of these sightings. That statement hasn't stopped people believing something out of this world is taking place there, or at least has in the past. It also hasn't stopped for people wanting to take a closer look. So we're actually going to jump forward to July 2019 when a Facebook event was created where up to 1.5 million people said that they were interested in the September 20th raid of Area 51. I don't think I ever saw that. Remember? Oh, I remember seeing, I don't remember seeing the group, but I remember hearing about it on the news. I haven't been watching the news often, so no. that would be why. The event referred to as, <laughs> this is so tacky, Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us, oh, was apparently made up as a joke. However, we lost our shit there. Yeah. However, at least 3,000 people showed up to the festival in rural Nevada, while about 150 people made the journey to the gates of Area 51. 40 of those people gathered around the gate, and reported two to five people were arrested by authorities. Well, shit. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, don't go to every Facebook event you see. Fake news. Fake news. Anyways. So now we're just going to jump into the theories. So... The first theory is that Area 51 is essentially a storage unit and or examination place for crash air alien spacecrafts, including 
materials picked up by at Roswell. Why are you giggling? It's just like it's like first theory is like we're just storing their spaceships. <laughs> they landed here and we're storing their like it's just I just can't take it. It's just thing. a storage unit. They pay us. It's so serious because it starts at like it's just a storage unit for cr- like crashed aliens. Like I just can't take it seriously. Don't you know we're just storing we're just storing their stuff here. We're just you know we're helping them out. They're tr- they're going they're in between places right now. We're just gonna you know hold them on for a little bit. They're giving us money. It's fine. <laughs> Focusing on the Roswell incident though, we're actually going to go way back to June fourteenth, nineteen forty seven. Rancher Han William Brazel claimed that they found debris approximately thirty miles or fifty kilometers for us people of. Canada, north of Roswell, New Mexico. Roswell uh, claimed that he saw, and this is a direct quote, large area of bright wreckage made up of rubber strips, tinfoil, a rather tough paper, and stick. Yeah, I know. I, I had to read that like three times. And I was like, where, where's the stick? Like, is it just one stick? Is it multiple sticks? Because why didn't you say sticks? You yeah, know? just throw me off. Throwing and why do I always have to include when it comes to like a UFO? It's like always the fucking tinfoil. It's always tinfoil. What are they, what are they baking? That's I have all... in the past done a hat, but okay, but not for that reason. Haven't we all done the hat as a kid? Yes. Yes, I feel like that's just like your introduction to childhood. You make a fucking tinfoil tin hat. hat. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was believed to be an identified flying object, which we now know, or we did know at the time, it was essentially a UFO. Mm-hmm. The short form. Of course, after it was taken by U.S. government officials to Fort Worth, Texas, the government came out and said, it's just a weather balloon. Don't worry about it. Like, chill. It's fine. It's just a weather balloon. Like, everything's good. Don't, no need to worry here. Go on. Do your thing. Cover up all over that. We're just gonna cover it up. Yeah, pretty much. We took some concealer and just... Knew that way. Knew that way. <laughs> Um, so so some conspiracy theorists have been said to believe that the government is hiding the remains of the Roswell incident at Area 51, essentially to examine it further for alien connections that it may have had. So since the 50s, pilots, nearby residents, and other onlookers have reported that there have been weird sightings around Area 51. Weird reports such as planes that fly higher than usual or faster than regular planes have been made. But this could be chalked up to their Lockhead U2 project or the Project Aquatome, which I think that's essentially what the U2 plane was called. Like it was the Lockhead U2, which was referred to as the Aquatome project. Okay. So it's not underwater, you know, just so we're clear. Like we thought. Like they thought. Like it should. Like it should. Whatever. Whatever. So, <laughs> um, or perhaps obviously a non-other alien project. Because they're trying, like, to, to be fair. They're trying to make stealth shit. It's gonna sound and look weird, especially in the 50s. They're probably like, what the fuck? What the, like, what the actual fuck is going on? They're trying to be stealth, but not doing it very well. They're not being that stealth. So let's now chat about a man by the name of Robert Lazar. He sounds like a, I don't know. I was like trying to think of like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he wears, like, a black hat with, like, the half-face mask that just covers his eyes. Like Zorro? Yes! Thank you! <laughs> I was looking at you being like, please help me out in this moment of... Give me this D. Yeah, he looks... He looks like... I picture he looks Zorro. like Zorro. Exactly. But yeah. Robert Lazar. 
So Robert did a double. Oh, you're so lame. Oh my god. <laughs> We've lost all listeners at this point. They're like, Jesus Christ. Chicks are fucked. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so Robert did a television interview wearing a mask. Zorro. <laughs> it went by the name Zorro Dennis. No, just Dennis. I was like, what are you looking at me for? I gave you it already. <laughs> you know, I already helped you out. You only have one lifeline. Um, so Dennis, not Zorro, and apparently not Robert, uh, would claim in this interview that he worked at base S4 on Area 51. Um, and noted that S4 is where they kept the flying saucers that workers reversed engineered in the 80s. So Lazar claimed that he was an MIT and Caltech graduate and further claimed that he had worked on a saucer from Zeta Reticelli, which is a star system, apparently. So, which is interesting because in 1961... A woman by the name of Betty Hill reported that she was abducted by aliens from this star system, which she disclosed after going through psychoanalysis. Yeah. Nope. Yep, 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 yep. So. My eyeballs were like, no. I know. If you could see, her eyeballs are going all the way back to her head. Um, but we're not done with Lazar yet. So he allegedly stated that stealth materials were being used around Area 51. In particular, referred to it at the time as Element 115, or 115, for those who can read properly. Which somehow has been thought to be from the star system, Zeta Reticelli. Which also sounds like a pasta. Zara Rectoni. Uh, element 115 or 115, however you want to read it, was further investigated and discovered in 2003 as Mo. Oh God, why didn't I jolly phonics this? Mozovicum. Mozovicum, a synthetic chemical element that is known to be too heavy and unstable. Same. <laughs> so fairly unlikely to be a part of any kind of aircraft, hypothetically. So here's the tea that I'm going to spill. Okay. Lazar isn't who he says he is, apparently. Oh, I mean, yeah. he could be. The government could be covering this up, but essentially there was a further investigation into him, and it turns out he didn't graduate from MIT or Caltech, no professor at MIT or Caltech from the programs he would have had to take to be this person that he's claiming he is, recognize the name or the person at all. Yeah. So that kind of ends there. So Robert Lazar, essentially, his name kind of gets trashed by these investigators. But another potential trail of this theory is when people claim to have seen a photograph from Area 51 of a saucer-like being sticking out of one of the hangars on the base. So, apparently the saucer looked like the one Han Solo used, the Millennial Falcon in Star Wars. Which, I had to Google because I'm going to be just completely honest. honest. I don't I, watch Star Wars. I don't watch Star Wars. I don't like No, Wars. I don't. I, I don't don't hate on us. No. We just, no. I'm sure it's great. I One of my good guy friends really likes it, and that's... It's just not my thing. No, I'm glad. I'm glad we're at this pass. I'm glad we're at this. You know, <laughs> I'm glad we can agree on this. I'm no. <laughs> we have a mutual not dis- mutual not hatred, dislike, dislikement of it. Mutual non interest. Non interest, exactly. Yeah. Um, so unnamed people who have reported to work at Area 51. Of course, they're unnamed because 
conspiracy. Um, have said that they have piloted a quote an alien spaceship firsthand. However, this is where I'm like, okay, Betsy Jones here. Like, what the fuck's going on? Because how the hell, A, did someone get picture get a picture of a saucer on the site with the security it has? And yeah, like, they pack them they everywhere, and they have CCTV. And some person walks over the camera, it's like, with the saucer? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I doubt that's happening. And take this quote from Wikipedia as another way to try and debunk this. So, I guess the shape of ox cart was unpre... Unpre oh gosh, why did I use a big word? Unprecedent, uh, with its wide did dislike. Unprecedent. Unprecedent. Thank you. Okay. On these unprecedented times, I can't say <laughs> unprecedented. I think I'm trying to repress that. Uh, anyway, so unprecedented with its wide disc-like fuse leg designed to carry vast quantities of fuel. Commercial pilots cruising over Nevada at dusk would look up and see the bottom of ox cart whiz by at. 2,000 plus miles per hour. So the thing was fucking fast. That's not what the Wikipedia quote says. That's just me being <laughs> sweary. Uh, the aircraft's titanium body moving as fast as a bullet would reflect the sun's rays in a way that could make anyone think, well, no shit, it's a UFO. Because we can't tell what it is from, you know? Mm -hmm. So in December 2017... Um, the Pentagon released information on a project they termed the, quote, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. So the reason that this is kind of potential connected to this theory is because the U.S. government actually looked into UFOs. Not in the alien sense, but just in a, you know, what are these unidentified flying objects? Mm -hmm. So the project began in 2007, sorry, 2007, uh, when Nevada Senator Harry Reid took advice from his friend Robert Bigelow that UFOs had visited the United States already. This was this guy's belief. Um, Bigelow owns his own aerospace company, which is located near Area 51. So, needless to say, Reid probably had a hunch that maybe Bigelow wasn't far off. I mean, homeboy's shit's near Area 51. He knows his stuff. Take advice from a friend. The program is meant to try and set sought out weird images and sightings of a black or shadow or black or shadow figures often circular in shape and stupidly fast that were popping up during flighter jets jet flights or on their cameras however the project ended in 2012 as the government cut its budgeting the conspiracy theory podcast made a statement during their coverage of area 51 that i thought was interesting which essentially they felt that their funding may have ended because the information they were seeking was being held at Area 51. So this program or this project was essentially separate from Area 51 and only a certain amount of people know about what actually happens at Area 51. So when this separate project with separate people was, you know, trying to look into things, mm -hmm. someone from Area 51 supposedly, maybe, allegedly, we don't fucking know, may have been like, hey, you're putting your nose in places you shouldn't be. Shut it down. No. I know, right? So, obviously, because of this, uh, some people believe that aliens are actually in charge of the U.S. government. And their home base is Area 51. I didn't say it. I'm just reiterating what's being said online. Aliens rule the world. Rule the U.S. Who run the world? Aliens. <laughs> Um, the other conspiracy theory kind of behind what's potentially going on in Area 51 
is that Area 51 develops highly powerful and potentially dangerous projects with secret money. Got that secret money coming in. Mostly from where? Oh, we're going to hear about it. So before we talk about the three potential projects that have been made, allegedly, at Area 51, we first got to talk about the money. Because... We, got, we always got to talk about the money first. We got to get to the, the money is the most important. Exactly. So some have suspected that the government has a secret budget referred to as the black budget. Da, 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 da. Oh. I know. Which helps fund secret projects. So apparently, supposedly, the black budget is for projects that are very, very, like, classified, not many people know about, only a certain few, and they're essentially, I think, through tax dollars. Not specifically for that specific reason, but I could definitely see a secret budget. Because, oh, like, oh my god, yeah. It's the government. Yeah. And, like, just even from seeing how this pandemic's been going, like, government's just pulling fucking money out of their ass for free for people, and you're like, where did this come from? Exactly, because I... You kept saying they were broke, and now you have all the money to give people? I know. Just saying. Just saying. So there's three specific projects that I thought were interesting that have been reported, essentially. So uh, the first one is the Aurora plane. So this project was apparently to create an aircraft with Mach 5 speeds, i.e. super fast, that could go anywhere in a matter of hours, if not, like, minutes. Of course, the U.S. government denies this ever being created. Of course. The next one is the Black Star, which sounds like a porn star name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Black, Black Star. Uh, <laughs> back in the 1990s, Aviation Weekly claims that the U.S. government had created what they call a space plan, which essentially is a normal plan with the ability. Or, oh my gosh, space plane! I forgot <laughs> the e, and now I'm reading plan. I'm so sorry, everybody. A space plane, which essentially is a normal plane with the ability to project project into space and come back into Earth with no problem. Interesting. Interesting. Obviously, the U.S. government has denied this. And then Obviously. finally, the black helicopter, which is kind of spooky. So some people report that the black funding has produced what people claim are black helicopters, which are stealth helicopters that are essentially undetectable. These helicopters apparently were made at Area 51 and have been tied to cattle mutilation, enforced endangered species acts, and overall a sign of bad news or the end of times. Some people claim that the black helicopter is a sign of full government control, however the government denies that these exist. When you say like black helicopter, all I can think of is like black hawks. And I'm like, that's like a stealthy helicopter they use for like the military. And then I'm like, why is the black hawk? Hawk, or the black <laughs> helicopter. The black hog, yes. Whatever. <laughs> um, only being used for, like, animals. Like, what? I know, it's... I was it's, like, why is that the reason? I know, it's it's definitely an interesting... It's a conspiracy theory on its own. It's interesting. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So those are... That's that theory. Now we're going to jump into another theory. This one I'm, like, kind of... I kind of... Kind of grasping it? Kind of grasping it. Well, not grasping it, but I feel like it's... It's interesting. Okay. So, people have theorized that Area 51 is behind weather control. This one freaks me out. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I, like, I'm not saying I think it's real. I'm just saying I'm not here for it. <laughs> so. It piqued your interest. It piqued my interest, and then I was very scared, actually, after. <laughs> so, 
Some believe that the U.S. government is using Area 51 as a way to try and control the weather as a warfare tactic. By doing this, the U.S. government could ideally make its enemies struggle with less than ideal weather conditions to fight. So, United Nations actually have enforced a treaty which banned weather warfare in 1978, even though this apparently wasn't a concern, really, from any other country. But, because the U.S. was so tight-lipped about its secret of Area 51, I guess they were obviously trying to cover their grounds. Mm-hmm. The U.S. apparently has tried to do cloud seeding uh, to simulate rain during droughts. Um, however, this reportedly hasn't been super successful. I'm just going to say, and you know, like, I hope you've seen it, but you probably haven't, mm-hmm. the movie Geostorm. No, I ref- okay, I hate movies like that. Because I, I actually get really scared. <laughs> I, I would say this is Geostorm. This is Geostorm. No, I, and to be honest, like, I didn't look into the UN treaty to look about, like, the reason behind it, mm-hmm. if it is even documented. So if you, if you know about it, let me know, because, like, I'd love, obviously, to learn about it. I just can't put it in my brain right now, because obviously I can't spell plane right, so why would I put, a, like, a treaty from 1978 in my brain? But to me, that's, like, the most unsettling Mm-hmm. Even if they're not using it for warfare, just in general. Like, if they get pissed off about something, be like, yeah, make it fucking rain in Canada for, like, 80 days and drown us out. I feel like also, with, like, if that was a true thing. So, the U.S. has been getting hit lately with so many hurricanes. If you're right? in control of this shit, you should be making sure that you get hit with nothing. Or, or, they're going against their people. They're Speculating wildly. They're going to take out a whole state. I mean, they're trying to take out Florida. Can you blame them at this point? <laughs> Very rebellious down there. No shade to Florida. We have people that listen in Florida, but like, we've heard things. Anyways, <laughs> so the last theory that I thought was worth talking about, worth my time to actually look into, is that Area 51 is behind the reported moon landing cover up. Mm-hmm. So, the Apollo 11 landing cover-up has been an infamous conspiracy theory. However, I'm kind of shocked it has ties to Area 51. Like, just, just in general. Like, I, I don't... I haven't, I haven't really dived into the, that conspiracy theory. Like, I've heard about it. I know it exists. But I'm like, oh. Yeah, like, what does, like, the moon have to do with this? What does the moon really have to do with this? The Area 51. Yeah. So, some claim that the moon landing was faked... Due to the way that the U.S. flag didn't ripple, as it should have, and that the shuttle itself looked more like a Hollywood prop than anything else. Uh, People have further claimed that the U.S. made all this up to hide their incompetency and the fact that they weren't actually ready when they projected to go to the moon. However, obviously this has been debunked. Area 51 has been a base apparently for NASA to store their stuff. Um, so it's not necessarily saying that, oh my gosh, like, they still have the stuff from Apollo 11, it must have been something to do with the moon landing, it's... Another fucking storage unit. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, what I've learned is that Area 51 is a storage unit. (laughs) Whether it's our ships or alien ships storing to go back to wherever they came from. (laughs) At a great price of $19.99 per day. So, whenever, whatever is going on in Area 51, one thing remains true. It continues to have us humans stumped about what's going on there, whether it's basic training or something perhaps 
out of the world. Uh, I know. You're not funny. I'm trying so fucking hard. <laughs> so my resources are good old Wikipedia, uh, Time Magazine article, Area 51 is the internet's latest fascination. Here's everything we know about the mysterious, mysterious site by Jasmine Aguilera on July 17th, 2019. The Conspiracy Theory Podcast, go check them out. Great podcast, very educational. Um, hosted by Carter Roy and Molly Brandberg through the Podcast Network, and finally the Astronomy website. Wabam. Wabam. Hope you're feeling pretty extraterrestrial after all this episode. Uh, Let me tell you. I can't handle you. I can't handle myself at this point. <laughs> I'm going to dive into where you can find us. Ooh. So hit us up on our numerous platforms. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Feel free to drop a review, some stars, preferably five. <laughs> Anything's great. We will take anything at this point. <laughs> Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, and Buy Me a Coffee. Ooh, what's that? Um, you go on and literally buy us a pretend coffee on this money, give us monetary money towards helping us make this bigger. Exactly. Feel free. Feel free. Apparently, take quite a bit of money from it. Yes. The thing itself. Yep. And if you're feeling like you want to reach out, uh, hit us up in our emails, any requests, any stories, anything, <laughs> at WeirdDistractionsPodcast at Outlook.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter at WeirdDistractI1 and hit us up on our Insta page at WeirdDistractionsPod. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you're doing well. Hope you are... Getting through the COVID. Getting through the COVID. I mean, this is the last Sunday of October, so just on the cusp of the end of spooky season. But let's be real, spooky season can be every day, every... For you, yes. For you, yes. (laughs) Um, But hope you have a safe Halloween. Get spooky. Do whatever you want. If it's storming Area 51, you might get arrested. Make sure you have a lawyer. Um, You know, just... Just be safe. Just be safe. Have some fun. 2020's been a shit year, is it over yet? <laughs> Is it over it? Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, need a distraction. We got you. Bye. Bye.